you, y'all. Jump. The rest of the group. Jump. With my boy, Todd Hastings. Todd Hastings up in his bitch. And that new Dylan got bro. Dylan got. So what you got? You know what it is. Come on. Dylan Gott, welcome to our episode about Cody Rhodes, the Donald Trump of wrestling. What does that mean? His entire life is to make his daddy know that I'm better than daddy. Cody Rhodes did cocaine. Cody Rhodes didn't make it as an actor. Cody Rhodes makes his brother look bad. Cody Rhodes got the worst neck tattoo. Cody Rhodes, the man who reinvents himself, the man who invents himself, the man who, most importantly, knows how to talk to people with a ass ton of money, baby. I'm Dylan Gott. That is John Hastings. This is the Wrestler Review. Of course, this week, we are talking about Cody Rhodes. Is it going to be one episode or two? Who knows? Who cares? We're breaking the rules. We're not talking about a guy who's retired or dead for some reason, but... (laughs) I think this is important because he says he's going to retire by the time he's 40. I don't think so. I think he'll just always have one-off matches past that. Also, it is crazy to watch a guy who started as just like a dude on WWE become Triple H. He's not become Triple H. He's been end run. Like uh, this is starting at the end, but he's been end run from that. He's not the Triple H of AEW. Chris Jericho has become that. It's an interesting thing to notice that Cody Rhodes has sort of become like the Rick Rude, or like he's like that side attraction. That's like kind of all right. But the problem is, is that his AEW gimmick is so weird, which is like he's a man of the people who wears a leather jacket and he's got a lot of money. Yeah, it's a very, very weird. Well, this is Cody Rhodes. We're gonna, I guess we'll start at the beginning and talk about Cody Rhodes. Firstly, how are you doing, John? Oh, I'm doing all right. I was just at the dentist. I had a protein shake. Um, I'm going to probably smoke. Get a protein shake at the dentist? That's a fucking bro. I like the idea of a broy dentist. First, uh, we're going to check those teeth, but first off, we need to get some fucking whey powder in your pussy little bones. Yeah, yeah, I did it immediately after. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I, I go vegan protein powders, by the way. Ooh, veg- Vega? Is that one? Uh, I, I don't love Vega. I'm trying to think of the other one. It's all right. What I, I like a nice fucking... I don't like a nice hard protein shit, so it's a real fucking balance you have to strike. Here's what you do. Throw some creatine in there, become a real man, all right? That's how we do things. No, it, by the way, if anyone has seen Dylan's recent um, social media output, all of those videos are fake. I've touched those uh, those weights. They weigh one pound. <laughs> no, those actually weigh more because they were an old man's weights before that I got off um, Kijiji, which is Canadian Craigslist, just before the pandemic started. So they also have years and years of being yelled at by a woman that I'm sure he doesn't get along with. Oh, yeah. So there's also emotional weight, five pounds to every single weight. That's pretty good. Dylan got. And I count that emotional weight. I was actually bench pressing 105 pounds, but the emotional weight was added another 110. <laughs> so, But also, like, it's fun to, like, anytime you think you're like, oh, that was pretty good. There was a kicker in the NFL last year who did 25 reps of 225 pounds where it's like, well, well, that's uh, he doesn't even need to. He just got his arms big just because he was bored. He's like, well, my lower lower half of my body is pretty impressive. Why don't the upper half be good for the lay days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to let people know that um, I can get it and I will get it. I am Dylan Atherton. God, this is John Fredericktonian Hastings, and this is Cody Rhodes. Did you know this? Did you know that Cody Rhodes um, is the Chet Hanks of the Rhodes family? Yes, I did. That he's also he's declared it a white boy summer going on eight years in a row. He's hench. He does coke and he parties. Yeah, he's he declared a white man summer. 
Yeah, but what's weird is he 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 declared it a white man summer while stood in front of the um, grocery store where George Floyd died. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he keeps on offering to be a character witness for Derek Chauvin, and then. They go, do you, do you know him? He's like, no, but I know people like him, and they're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I know his attitude, and I've been to that cup of foods, and it's a cesspool. And they were like, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> My father told me what to call George Floyd, and let me say this. Let me say, uh-oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my. Mr. Rhodes, I've never heard so many different slurs that aren't even for black people directed towards a black person. <laughs> <laughs> See... The old school. That's the old school you're thinking of. I got a bunch yeah. of new slurs I'd like to try out in front of a jury, see if they stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Honor, I'd like you all to know that this neck tattoo, it doesn't run. Good. Uh, Cody Rhodes <laughs> was born Cody Garrett Runnels to a man with a thick ton, tongue and a woman who I assume loves getting her pussy eaten by a man with a thick tongue. Um, he wanted to be an actor. Um, he went to L.A. to become an actor and then just did a bunch of cocaine, and his dad was like, no, you're not going to do that. You're going to be a wrestler. And um, uh, Dusty uh, claimed he trained his son to be a wrestler from the age of 12. What I more mean, it, I think it was, was Dusty got drunk on peach schnapps and Budweiser and then was just like, there, there, all right, uh, Cody, Cody, uh, yeah, yeah, you're uh, baby, uh, get your Ric Flair, and I'm uh, me, okay, uh, I'm gonna beat you. Uh, also, Dusty Rose is Italian when he gets really drunk. <laughs> I was gonna say, he started being pretty Italian towards the end there. But uh, Cody Rhodes, of course, amateur, uh, I mean, Georgia state champion for whatever that means. I don't know how big amateur wrestling is in the state of Georgia, but it's bigger than it is over here, with meaning there is competition. So that's kind of it. We don't know that there's competition. Again, we don't know if it wasn't just It's like half Stu Hart, half Italian. I really like I don't it. know how to do Dusty. I've, I like I, I kind of lost my Dusty bit. Cody, baby, how about this, baby? How about, how about this? You just gotta, I don't know, I always put my hands down. Go, how about this, baby? Did you know this? This is my second wife who I actually love. So I will love you unlike your older brother who I'm going to call a no uh, You the baby, listen, you think you got to be a death of road number one champion in the world. And I think you got to remember me, Cody, if, uh, that I would not be doing this if I had saved my money. So you got to fucking event my death. <laughs> well, this is the other thing is this is totally D Dusty Rhodes is basically out of the ring and can be a good parent to this child which he just was not to Dusty. and what's weird is he chooses not to be a good parent to cody that's the interesting thing he's in the house he is just not helpful uh, cody uh, uh, he's still an old man so his idea of being a good parent is like i showed up to one wrestling practice and i told him to not be gay oh what else do you want yeah exactly uh, baby uh, 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 i told cody that uh, 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 yeah, better he'd uh, be better be coming home black than queer. That's what uh, dad does. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he told him he t he cooked him one steak, looked him in the eyes, and told him which magazines show nipple, and uh, <laughs> that was being a father. Oh man, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, being a dad pre the year nineteen ninety six, the best job ever. You just showed up. You just had porn in a weird part of your house. Drank. Most Saturdays in the afternoon and just said madness to people. Yeah, you just got so hammered that you you were just in the room with a baby, but never... Like, do you understand that my 
um, mother-in-law won't let my father-in-law hold the baby because she's not comfortable with it. She's like, I don't even like it when you hold the baby. Men shouldn't hold the baby. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's insane. She's forbade. That's so... Her husband. That's so... Uh, yeah, I don't trust this. I don't trust this guy that I supposedly love to hold a baby. You shouldn't hold the baby. He's too clumsy. What does that even mean? He's too clumsy. He's an idiot. I'm going to say that. Th- These are her words. Yeah, of course it is. I've, the Dylan is talking about his in-laws. I have not, I've never met these people, but I've heard them communicate through the, 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 the floor. It's a real fucking scene over there, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I can say. <laughs> I got in-laws and I got outlaws, baby. I'm going to be someone's outlaw. I fucking hate you so much right now. I want. This is my father-in-law. I'm your father outlaw. Now, excuse me. I got a skidoo, and it's about to ram into the side of your car. I'm going I to- want to beat you up right now for saying I'm going to have outlaws. I want to find. I want to fucking mm. kill you. Oh, yeah, you do? Well, I bench too much now, so my pushing is very good. Don't worry. I'll hit you with my car, and then I'll be fine. You don't have a car. I have a car. I have a car and I bench a lot. I'm a suburban dad now. Excuse me, John. Did you know about two things? Did you know how cryptocurrency is affecting COVID-19? Because neither of them are real. I'm glad to take this opportunity to say everyone who has cryptocurrencies and thinks it's a good idea, you're all fucking idiots. And I look forward to your financial insolvency. Yeah, I'll be under the earth with a bunch of silver laughing. I bought a bunch of silver, John. Yeah. I mean, that also is stupid. Oh. Oh, we, yeah, of course. We is. figured out how to beat the economy. Economy. Oh, did you really? Really? All of my friends, by the way, who don't believe in the vaccine, also believe in cryptocurrencies. Glad to see they have just enough faith. They don't have enough faith to go around. You fucking losers. Yeah, we're mad today. Cody Rhodes, though, by the way, if he was more self-aware, would, and I think he will become a heel soon again because he just. It's like he's like. As John said off the top, it's like this guy, oh, hey, I'm a babyface, but I own the company. I'm the strongest guy because this roster is small, so I'm like one of the bigger guys. I'm super famous, and I have veneers and a weird neck tattoo. Like, why am I cheering for this guy other than he's a really good performer and whatever? But anyway, he starts in, Cody Rhodes does, basically gets a job at 19, he says, in the WWE because he is, did you know this? Son of Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes' kid. Yeah. Did you know that, John? You know what? I did not know that, no. The grandson of a plumber himself. Uh, and this is, I didn't know this. Yeah. Imagine not knowing Cody Rhodes was Dusty Rhodes' son. Like, it would just, you'd be so confused about what has been happening in wrestling. They're like, why is he trying to buy um, uh, so many different titles of things that are just wrestling company names? You know what I mean? Like, it would be just so weird. I like the thing. Here's what I like about Dusty Rhodes. I never really put it together, too was um whenever I looked up someone else, like when I looked up who The Rock's um, lineage is, local third generation wrestler, and then I was like, well, these guys didn't win anything. They just kind of sucked. And then I looked up uh, Randy Orton's dad, and it's like, well, he's a thir- third generation kid. I'm like, well, his dad, his dad just pretended to be hurt. He wasn't even technically a wrestler. But you come in with a pedigree like to- Cody Rhodes, and people totally expect things of you which i think is underestimated how hard it is where it's like yes you come in as cody as dusty Rhodes's kid but as david flair and greg Gagne will attest to it's not the easiest thing but he's lucky cody Rhodes was because he's doesn't look like his father at all like at all yeah yeah he's he's a much different worker than his dad which is also helpful it's also this weird thing of unlike the examples you made and the jokes that we've made i do actually think that dusty was rooting for his son 
but knew how to give his son the opportunity, not just force his son, um, uh, not force his son to be. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's a weird. I can't. Um, he forced his son to what? Like look at what he did with Dustin. Like how Dustin was like, "Hey, you're that's an even better I'm point. The American dream. You're the natural." Uh, and now you dress exactly like me and you look exactly like me. Yeah, that's an even better point is he kind of like fucked up with his first kid so he now knows how to do it with his second kid. That's a fucking great point. Well, this is the other thing is that he and Dustin have started talking again by this point. Like by the time Cody gets into wrestling, I mean, I can only imagine what their family life is, but like for a large part of the 90s for like Cody's childhood for his like, because Cody Rhodes is our age. He's 35 now. He didn't talk to his like his father did not talk to his brother. Yeah, no, his and this is also like Dustin is now getting um help and has become sober. Like it's also like their life is also like taking a t- a turn that's much easier and more like manageable and stuff like that. And then Cody fucking comes roaring into wrestling, baby. He's in fucking OVW uh in 2006 which is yeah something that made me make a lot of sense i was like why is sean spears in aew because cody Rhodes' first tag partner sean was spears. sean spears i had the exact same thought where i was like also i was like how old is sean spears sean spears the other thing is he looked small in wwe but in aew it's like oh if this guy wasn't ty dillinger for 13 years i'd be like this guy kind of looks badass but yeah, that's the thing. I know he's Ty Dillinger. I don't know. I don't know how to say it other than like, and Ty Dillinger is just a better name than Sean Spears. Yeah, but also how old is Ty Dillinger right now? Do you know how old Sean Spears is? I'm going to say 35 he's, because that's how old everyone is in my mind. He's four, yeah, that's, I have that, yeah, because that's how old you are, you fucking middle-aged fuck. He's 40 even. Yeah. So Sean Spears, just a quick point of order. Sean Spears can say he's middle-aged. You can't. No, I'm going to say middle-aged till the day I die, oh, baby. Such a weird... I'm middle-aged. I'm 63. You're such a weird That'll man. piss people off. Oh my off. god, it pisses me off. Yeah, it like pisses me off when you started saying it at 35 cuz I was just like, "Dylan, no. You're not li- you're not living to 70. You were middle-aged at 30." Here's what's in here's what's 2006. Oh, I'm going to use the game on a girl. Here's what is 2021. I'm going to use the game on a cashier. What? That thing actually costs nothing. What? It costs something. What if it didn't? Okay, it doesn't. Boom. It is true. I have seen Dylan use the game on a lot of different customer service staff, and you don't think it's working, but then they decide they don't care, and then it's fine. <laughs> they decide they want this weird man to leave, and then they give me this thing. Yeah, Dylan. Dylan was. Do- I was with Dylan at a bank, and he just kept doing magic tricks for the teller until they just she just gave him a bunch of pens. <laughs> do you like this witch hat? That's leather. I didn't know which which hats were uh, also. How did you get a leather witch hat custom made? Here's some free tax free savings accounts or whatever. Did you ever do that comedy show at the lab? It the labyrinth in uh, the lounge. The labyrinth lounge in Toronto. Yes. Ontario, did you ever meet Mystery? I broke both my ankles at the labyrinth lounge. Separate occasions. Did you? Br- uh, did the first. I knew the second break happened when your wife then fought a bunch of teenagers. Um, but I didn't realize the first one also happened at the labyrinth lounge. Oh yes, they overserved me both times, and that is not a problem with the labyrinth lounge that is a problem with society today that they don't have a wheelbarrow that they carry a man home in anymore i know i agree and may i say this by the way here's put the fat drunk guy in the wheelbarrow get him home why is that just the thing from westerns yeah here's the thing with dylan got lovely man has a certain amount of drinks really thinks he can wrestle really good thinks he's good at it 
and is an annoying love wrestling and annoyingly uh, like he'll just pin you down and you're just are fucking done with it and you want to f- to stop and then Dylan ke- then then Dylan gets real drunk and then it's just you have to fight your friend <laughs> and uh, I've stopped drinking but that part I still a lot of people when they stop drinking regret the decisions they made drunk me not one decision no I you were it was a fun time personal highlight memory myself and uh, Dylan. Dylan got very drunk with a man who kept commenting on my penis after a breakup, and then I had to physically fight Dylan at the bottom of the stairs of a comedy club that was in the showroom, and then go and perform stand-up comedy. Yeah, it was great. But that's stand-up comedy in Canada. You get drunk with people. They, usually in stand-up comedy, you're like, well, that guy's really funny. And then in Canada, you watch the guy you thought were really funny just... Try and grab a single leg on his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You. Oh, that guy was. A, that guy's a really gifted comedian. I should sign him to a management contract. Oh, wait, no. He just asked me what my. No, my he's, he's in the sharpshooter, and he's asking me to videotape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I would. I would sign that guy to a lucrative deal. Uh, but he just asked me if I like the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I said not really. And he just called me a ho- uh, a bunch of homophobic slurs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That that'll happen. You stick around for two hours after a show in Canada. You're gonna hear. Like there was the person on stage and then off stage, you're like, oh, they are. They're just an Uncle Randy, aren't Let's they? Let's put it this way. I Comedy is back happening in Los Angeles. And after a full year of not hearing a hard F with a hard T, I heard it twice yesterday. <laughs> Single tier. Yeah. Welcome welcome back to comedy. Yep. People still think they're edgelords. Also, fun fact about Los Angeles. And I commented, I was like, there are way less crazy people at this open mic or at shows in general than there used to be in this city. And a guy who is very high up, or not very high up, but pretty high up at the improv, was like, yeah, they're all in Austin with Joe Rogan. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And they are. That's really funny. They're in Texas with the other people not wearing masks. Well, that's fun. I think they're all in Florida. Now they have to move out of Florida. Man, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I've never never been to Florida, but I think Florida just tells people it's crazy so that people don't go there because it sounds like amazing. I remember when I was thirteen. No I was thirteen and went to Florida. I remember this, and I just remember there was an Outback Steakhouse across the street from another Outback Steakhouse, and I was like, "This is fucking killer." <laughs> if you like chain restaurants and um, just open fields of dead grass, Florida is your place. I fucking love both of those things. Why open fields of dead grass? Also, I know what you're thinking, "Hey, how does Florida pertain to Cody Rhodes? He lives there now." Um. So. I went to Daytona Beach when I was 20, and there was two. Here's how cheap uh, me and my friends from my hometown were. Was uh, There was two options we could have done, right? We could have. Here's option one is uh, have a view of the ocean. You know the ocean, right, John? Would you say the ocean is nice? You know what, Dylan? I think it is. Option B, $20 less. This is split between five people, John. It's an extra $4. No ocean view. Without consulting anyone, my friend Steve was like, no ocean (laughs) and then we overlooked a fenced off area of dead grass where i got drunk in front of it and i was like i'm just waiting for a dog versus human fight because i know one's gonna start or kimbo slice is gonna show up and just knock out some fat guys like there's nothing that i've and nothing happened other than like a couple drug deals that's pretty that's pretty sweet did you it was the most disappointing thing i've seen did you buy drugs (laughs) yeah the drug deals were me in the in the dead grass buying drugs yes why am I an asshole? Uh, do you want some weed? I want some Florida drugs. Oh, okay, cool. Here's a bullet filled with methamphetamines. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. I would, um, 
Would you like some weed? Yes, but I would like that delivered in the most Florida way possible. All right, but I'll have to kill you. So Cody Rhodes gets into the WWE, John. After his run in OVW with Sean Spears, they had a tag team. Sean Spears then turned on him. What a lovely time. He teams with Hardcore Holly doing the gimmick because it's 2007, John. So they're doing what? reusing every character they possibly can. Of course, can. this That's is right. the one of the many weird times. This is also the do- like the last gasp of like hardcore Holly. Is he really good? No. Uh but for some reason we're acting like he was a big part of the attitude era. Please welcome Bob Holly. Yeah, Bob Holly's still doing the same gimmick he did which is uh this guy doesn't like anyone new. Yeah, Bob Holly. He's going to raz the new guy. Oh, you just started as a cashier at Staples Business Depot? Well, <laughs> this old guy's going to beat the shit yeah, out of you now. Bob Holly, basically, Bob Holly treats young wrestlers the way Bob Holly's family treats new people to America. They're going to try and break your spine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Bob Holly, of course, teaming with Cody Rhodes. But what most people will remember fondly is the two years where Cody Rhodes was in what I think is one of. The better put together stables in recent memory, Legacy. Lost to time, Legacy is. And the crazy thing is, is that Randy Orton... Really yeah. hurt by the fact that Ted DiBiase Jr. just left wrestling. That was part of the problem. Well, that's the crazy thing is like, people at interviews at this time were like, Ted DiBiase Jr. is going to main event WrestleMania in two years against me. That's what John Cena said. That's how certain... And like, if you look at Ted DiBiase Jr., you'd be like, yeah, I mean, he's a great promo... He just needs to like strike out on his own, and then it turns out he just didn't like wrestling that much, and he quit. That's the interesting thing is he was kind of like, meh, whatever. But that's how things are when you're just handed them, right? That Cody Rhodes is definitely like a, um, he is definitely a not outlier, but like you can tell he really wants to do something great because he could definitely have just re- rest on his laurels and been Dusty's second kid. What's it? No, but I get. I think it's also he is resting on his laurels at this time. Like Legacy's fine. But you're, this is also when, like, Randy Orton is peak Randy douche Orton. Like, this is the time. This is when, like, Randy right. Orton's entire gimmick is he just, what's his gimmick? Oh, that guy? He just kicks people actually in the face. Does that take any skill? It should, but instead he just kicks them directly in the face. Yeah, Randy Orton during this period, they're getting the punt over. I think this is the period where he's doing the angles against, um, uh, he does that great angle where he beats up Stephanie McMahon, which is Randy Orton such a good heel that he gets you to cheer against people beating up yeah. Triple H. Yeah, no, this is the thing. This is the whole angle. And then where Triple H shows up at Randy Orton's house two different times and it's different. he has different wives because they just got actors because they couldn't use Randy Orton's actual wife because they didn't want just a hollow-eyed sad woman. Because <laughs> they didn't want a lady who was just ready to fucking... She was like, you leave me alone with Randy Orton. I'll fuck him. We'll make another kid. You can't leave me alone with my husband. She's just really Randy for Orton. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys just leave the camera and and go? Why? I want to fuck on camera. No. <laughs> you can leave those cameras here. You could, The cameraman could be on it, but I'll turn them on because me and my husband will make a sex tape. Yeah, my husband and I make a sex tape every day, and today is that day. You want to know why he shits in those bags? It turns me on. Usually my cunt is the bag, is what Randy Orton was. <laughs> yeah, Randy Orton would marry that woman. Uh, can you call him Randy Orton LLC? What? It's, oh, it, Randy's his real name, though. It's not licensed. No, it means large on cock. <laughs> I, I fucking hate you so much. I hate you so much. <laughs> I changed my name to Dylan Got LLC. Yo, that's sick. I'm going to punch you. Um, I'm going to so, punch you right in your but, goddamn mouth. But I think all wrestling gimmicks are really, really good ones, work on two levels. And the first level that this worked on was 
hey, look, these guys are um, all entitled because of who their fathers were. And the second level this worked on for me was uh, these guys all just seem like high school bullies. Like Randy Orton is the dude who's in college but still hangs out in high school. This is even better. He still hangs out in high school. And if you're like, that's a little lame, he was like, no, it's fucking you that's lame. I'm cool. Yeah. How about this? I get free beers. I'm not paying for beers anymore. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, your girlfriend gave me a head and it's sick. <laughs> the idea of just claiming that you're not paying for beers anymore is such a niche, <laughs> fucking hilarious thing to do. I don't, I don't. Of course, high school kids have keggers. You go in, don't pay cover. Those beers are free. Oh, yeah. Man, you, you would make such a good towny shithead. There was a guy in... Uh, my, did you have a townie shithead? No, you were in Ottawa. Ottawa so yeah, like, Ottawa's slightly too big. Justin Trudeau would show up to yeah, your party. Yeah, Eo, are there any chicks who are sleeping? Because yum yum Justin time. Yeah, Ben Mulroney just showed up a lot. That was the problem. <laughs> ben Mulroney was like, hey, next up on Canada's Got Talent, this girl getting eat out by me. Yeah, next up, uh, my wife's going to say a bunch of stuff about the blacks that turns me on. Dumb Mulroney, baby. <laughs> Brian Mulroney was a Canadian prime minister who had, if you thought, if you think regular Canadian prime ministers were void of charisma, oh boy, Brian Mulroney had less charisma than that. I just want to let you all know we're going to do the free train agreement and then my wife's going to appear in a bunch of bejeweled dresses. Her name is Mila and she's an asshole. By the way, um, I have a charity to try and keep people from putting cinnamon in oatmeal. It's made to be flavorless, and it will remain that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. We will also be addressing the fact that someone interrupted my quiet time last night. Who honked a horn on Sussex <laughs> Avenue? That's quiet time. Also, someone's been calling me after dark. So Cody Rhodes is in a great tag team with Ted DiBiase Jr. Oh, is it? This is what I think of their tag team. Go ahead. Really? Is that what you thought? Yep. But it's not helped by the fact that, of course, by this time, people have just stepped on the WWE tag team titles for seven years. And also, this is right at the end of, I think this is like right at the end of Christian DX. Like, they're bringing it back sometimes, but it's just like, oh, periodically every six months, um, this tag team we've had beat a bunch of people. So even though those other tag teams weren't really taken care of, you're now like getting used to the fact that tag teams are a serious cause in the you know, in WWE again, uh, Triple H will come in and pedigree them and just yell at Randy Orton. Um, yeah, that's basically um, that's basically uh, everything that happened in the two in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, which is like anything happened, and then Christian DX showed up and then just did something weirdly inside wrestling that was annoying, and then left again. I.e., putting the Spirit Squad in a crate and sending them back to OVW. And if you don't like that, we got two words for you. Ban abortion. Yeah, if you don't like that, we got two words for you. America first. America first. <laughs> but yeah, America first DX is what we'll call them now, actually. Um, yeah. yeah. America. You just call them America DX? No, I called them America first DX, but we can call them that too. Good. America DX. Um. Then we get um, another great character, actually, that comes out after Legacy. By the way, the end of Legacy is uh, they think Randy Orton's going to be the new Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Randy Orton beats both members of Legacy at WrestleMania. Like, he beats Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase at the same time at WrestleMania. And another face run that doesn't work out because they're just like, oh, a baby face. Well, he kills everybody. Instead of, aren't they usually in peril? No. 
Yeah, maybe you're in peril. This guy's fucking sick. Yeah. He whips it out. They say it's huge. Then they pass out from just imagining taking it all. Is that what happened? That was his finisher was you look at it and then you just daydream about what it'd be like to take it all and then you pass out. And then his wife comes in and she just rips him on camera. She just, they rip. My, <laughs> it's interesting. My finishing move always was when I was in uh, wrestling. Um or when I wanted to be a wrestler was I just take my dick out and then everyone's mouth waters so much they get dehydrated and die. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was that's good. No, that's it. Yeah, 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 that's good. Um, when did he become dashing Cody Rhodes? That's my favorite gimmick he had. This is right after I know it uh, is. Legacy. This is, I love dashing Cody Rhodes because then dashing Cody Rhodes led to plastic face mask Cody Rhodes, and it was so good. Undashing. Undashing Cody Rhodes is what he says is like pretty much his favorite thing he did in WWE. And uh, this is very interesting is that undashing Cody Rhodes was apparently Cody Rhodes would just watch the Phantom of the Opera because that's how he envisioned the character. So how obviously dashing Cody Rhodes was everyone noticed Cody Rhodes is pretty goddamn hot. Yeah, it's amazing. I, like I assume that I guess, I guess everyone in the fucking back is Stevie Wonder. If that fucking took them that long to notice it, am I right, Dylan? Dylan, am I correct? Yeah, there you go. Stand up from the eighties. You're absolutely correct. Thank you. But yeah, he's a hottie, and uh, then he breaks his nose in a match with Rey Mysterio and becomes a naughty and starts handing out plastic face masks to the crowd because he says they're so ugly he doesn't want to look at them like a lot of really really great heel work by cody Rhodes across this whole period and just honestly fantastic stuff to begin with um and really it shows his versatility and using what do you want to say here and just the resiliency to come back from legacy and being absolutely buried and taken out of that tag team with ted dibiase jr to then doing this um yeah it's amazing it's also what i also think it is is that cody was clearly just dropped to the bottom of the priority list which is the best place to be in the wwe because this is all smackdown by the way this is like smackdown is the rebirth of a lot of people if you look throughout um a lot of like really critically hailed like really good stuff it's like Damian Sandow, which um, the tag team of the Road Scholars comes after this, but Sa- Sandow, um, SmackDown, uh, CM Punk's um, Jesus thing was on SmackDown, and then of course it becomes WrestleMania season. It's like, oh, the Undertaker's on SmackDown. He gets to kill everybody. Yeah, and that's the thing is, it's basically you know uh, he po- It's like it's just how do I say this? SmackDown is basically just a bunch of it's just a waiting room for a bunch of people. The Undertaker's playing. But the Undertaker doesn't sh- like shows up like twice a year, so they just have a bunch of time where he they like be like let's develop some very interesting storylines, and then Undertaker's like my yard, my yard, my yard, and then <laughs> he leaves, and they're like, all right, back to being good, I guess. Oh, King Booker's really good. Nope, it's his yard. Booker. He comes back, and this is little stuff like Cody Rhodes will always like somehow pick a new way to reinvent his look. So he gets injured, comes back um, with the Rhodes Scholars, and he has a mustache because he's like, it, I'm for sure they were like, no, you're doing the same thing. Like you have to be as bland as possible. And they're like, what if I, what if I had a mustache? And then they go, that's fine, sure, fine. It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. He, um, there's another, there's a writing meeting around this time where uh, Cody's talking about his character with a writer, and I, I believe the story is essentially that the writer had his laptop out and uh, was typing furiously, and then Cody left the room, and it turned out he was just like 
on Facebook. <laughs> just Cody was like, here's some new ideas for the character. And the writer's like, oh, okay. And then just like writing to his friend didn't at all pay attention. So from, I would say, 2012 until I'm going to say 2000. And uh, 16, he's not at all a priority in the WWE. He becomes, they do have that really good angle um, with him and Dustin getting the tag titles and then drop the ball completely. And being stardust and all that sort of stuff. What's very interesting, and I think their concern is, and I think we still, we will be able to do this in one episode, is that his WWE career was incredibly, remarkably, like unremarkably remarkable. He had these sort of, he was that perfect level of like, he did dashing and undashing Cody Rhodes, which was fucking great, but was very, wasn't that long. Then he did Rhodes Scholars, which again was great, but it wasn't that long because everyone, for some reason, hates Damian Sandow. I, like, I don't really understand ah, what fucking happened there. And then like, he kind of fucks off again and then comes back again as... Uh, Cody Rhodes and Goldust is the tag team. It's the Rhodes brothers. It's also honoring Dusty Rhodes at a certain point because Dusty Rhodes has fucking been clipped. And then they transition him to Stardust. And this is like, and, which he was against, but was that was that that was either um, fucking Dusty's other Dusty's nickname or Dusty's nickname for Michael Hayes. I can't remember. And I tried to confirm this. And then they sort of did that. Like, it's this odd sort of thing of, like, he's at the company for a long time. It's nepotism that gets him there and get nepotism that keeps him his job, but also not. It's, he's a very interesting character at this point. Yeah, it's kind of like, you're. I really looked up to your dad. You can work in the mail room. Interesting. You have a job for life, but, like, we don't see anything. You're not spectacular enough to work in our cruiserweight division, and we don't really see anything for you beyond like just being on the card because when he does um the stardust when he becomes stardust he also apparently watched jim carrey in as the joker like before every single match one was G- like he took a lot of uh, Why don't- jim carrey's the joker and i forget it was batman i think it's batman and robin uh he is the riddler in batman forever you. I'm so sorry. Apo- no, it was the Riddler. Yes. So he looks. Apologize at, uh, to everyone. So John doesn't. John still doesn't watch the Christopher Nolan Batmans because they are not Batman to him. The last Batman was Batman and Robin. My and Batman is Adam West. Really? No, my Batman is weirdly Michael Keaton. No one ever. No one ever is, and no one ever should be like Michael Keaton's my Batman because you'd be like, really? I don't know why. Yeah, I'm waiting for the next stand-up. Com- comedian that becomes Batman. I, I can't wait till Dane Cook is. Batman. Oh my god! I mean, it's weird, but if you get your hands on with the um, uh, the made-for-TV movie where Gallagher is Spider-Man, it's pretty fucking wicked. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get my hands on that now, John. That's not even a get your grubby little fucking hands on Gallagher playing Spider-Man. Oh, I will. Um, but this is to be said. Like he, the thing, the frustrating thing about Cody Rhodes is a lot of people. Like this is actually pretty timely because a lot of people this week got released by the WWE, and there's gonna be half of them that like try and still become wrestlers, and then there's half of them that don't. And Cody Rhodes was definitely determined to be a very good professional wrestler. So he did become that. Yeah. But in his 11 years in the WWE, he had, I'd say, three great characters 
Legacy, uh, Dashing and Undashing Cody Rhodes, and then Stardust, which is a bad character, but one that he did an amazing job with, where it's like, he was showing up to conventions in kayfabe. Like, he was being Stardust the entire time. Yeah, because in the end, what it is is he's Dusty Rhodes' son. He's Dusty Rhodes' son in the same way that fucking Bret Hart is clearly Stu Hart's son. Like, Dust, like what Brett, like Brett learned, like, you got to know all your moves and then you'll be good. Um, instead, what, like, what uh, Dusty basically taught Cody was like, be very charismatic and just live the character and you'll be fine. And he has been and is. Yeah. And I, I think his time in WWE would be best summarized by like the Stardust thing where it's like, it starts off okay. You're like, oh, I can see maybe this is going somewhere. And then it's like, nope, they're just going to make him lose. He's any, he, you can see how much he, how how he was um gold dust sidekick and that's insane that you're like cody rhodes was gold dust sidekick but it's a good lesson in like what pro wrestling is as a fan and i think our jobs as fans if you're gonna like pro wrestling is to kind of also have a short memory like vince mcmahon wants us to because if you get attached to stuff like that guy's stardust and he runs essentially what is wcw now um you're going to be a bad pro wrestling fan because you could do that all day. He's not Husky Harris. He's Bray. You know what I mean? Like give these guys a chance to basically be actors and move on from one character to the next. Yeah. As fun as it is to just be like that shitty dude. It's like you make fun of wrestling for the, all the dumb shit that like is actually hurtful. You don't be like, Oh, you're stardust. You're nothing else now. You know, like people are going to have bad characters. I kind of wish that's what it was like though. What you wish it was just like, don't care. He's stunning Steve Austin forever. Go suck one. There's like a certain amount of time you have to appear on television. And once you appear on television, then you're just that person. That would be so good. Oh, you mean he has to sign his taxes as Stardust? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, and now you're Stardust. <laughs> you're legally Stardust now. But Cody Rhodes, and, and we'll end the break on this. Um, somehow, well, I mean, this was more content about Cody Rhodes, but same, almost same amount of time on Cody Rhodes as on Landstorm. Very funny. Uh, Cody Rhodes then releases or gets he wrote he writes this letter, and this is he asks for his release and writes the letter before WWE grants him his release. But essentially, in this letter, he says, uh, "I'm gonna fucking move on. I got a big dick." And then he releases this Twitter list of places he wants to work oh and he keeps showing his big dick and he keeps on stealing randy orton's gimmick yeah 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 he keeps just having sex on camera that the wwe cameramen keep being told do not leave him alone with the camera and they're like we did and then randy orton's like i just fucked someone in front of that camera and they were like <laughs> randy we're on an island there are no women here and he was just like well i just fucked a literal pig there then because i'm fucking funny <laughs> I'm a fucking funny man. My name's Randy Orton, and I fucked a pig, and that's funny. Yeah, hey, uh, they kicked me off the set of the Marine, but like before that, I nutted in all the craft services. Yeah, yeah. They, they want to know why the Marines didn't want me to fucking... I had sex with all the generals while they were asleep. Anyway, I'm Randy Orton. <laughs> while they were asleep? Yeah, I... Yeah, I know. I fucked them, and then I fucked them so good that they, they fucking came in their dreams, though. So that's why. Yeah, this is... I God damn it. I just... I'm so fascinated by Randy Orton. Go ahead, Dylan. Go ahead. Ooh, so fascinated. So oh, fascinating. Dylan, I want to I'm a scientist. I want to piss. Of, um, so Cody Rhodes obviously releases this list, um, asks, his, asks for his release, and it's not that like Cody Rhodes, this is the interesting thing, there wasn't like a clamoring 
for Cody Rhodes on the end. Like, he's not one of those guys where Samoa Joe got released this week and everyone's going nuts. Like, Samoa Joe's going to land in AEW. He's going to land on all these different places. There's so much work and so many matches for that guy to have. It's not like everyone was like, oh, all the dream matches you can have with Stardust. You No, 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 no. Yes, no, but you're wrong. You're wrong entirely. Uh, I'm wrong. You're fucking wrong. You're shitting in everyone's mouth with your lies. People were excited because people at this point had gone, Cody Rhodes has done so much with so little. If they actually just mm-hmm. let him be a fucking good old talent, he might actually be fucking awesome. Yeah, because I remember that's, when- That's what the buzz was about him in the independence. It was literally just like, oh, I think like this guy would be good just because this guy is going to be good. Like, why will that guy be good? Well, because check it the fuck out, bro. Yeah, he's a different type of talent, too. He's not like a guy who's going to have, like, oh, this guy did 90 flips and nine, three, three, nine million gajillion D small finishes or false finishes. It's like this guy's Dusty Rhodes' goddamn kid. He's going to be the cruiserweight Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, and also, this is Dusty is just like Dusty's in the ground. I don't know if we touched on Stardust. And he is in the ground. Enough of like how disrespectful it was, where it's like these guys were like. I think we just need to take a pause. The WWF, basically the NXT was Triple H was the business face of it, but it, it's it's become abundantly clear. The biggest and best part of NXT was when, um, yeah boy, um, Dusty Rhodes was running it because he, and I'm quoting now, didn't save his money, so we just needed to have a job. And so that's what he did. But the thing with that meant that the NXT was fucking strong because it was being run by the, like fucking... Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes dies, and his sons are like, hey, we're still wrestling. We just want to have a match against each other as a tribute to our father. And Vince McMahon is like, um, how about one of you pretend to be Stardust, and we'll build it that way? And they're like, actually, that seems like not a bad idea. And he's like, cool, yeah, good. Uh, And by that, I mean we're only doing the first part, and the second part will be you eating out my asshole. (laughs) Okay, you guys are good. Now, that's actually, that that really, that stag team storyline was really good. So what you guys need to do is, um, can you guys like, I don't know if you just smoke weed or put a bunch of cotton in there, but just dry out your mouth. Just really dry it out. Yeah. And then just put your mouth right on it. Just on my fucking asshole, you stupid piece of shit, because you'll never amount to anything. Oh, uh, did you, do you, did you wipe your ass, sir? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely not. But I, that's totally what you're, I get what you're totally saying. And also the fact that, I didn't know this, but Dusty Rhodes died over the course of 30 hours in a hospital of septic shock. Not good. And does, and, Co- and Cody Rhodes was there the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Vince McMahon kept calling to go, is the funny thing happened yet? <laughs> <laughs> Did Santa die of too much poo-poo? Ha, 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 click. Um, also, fun fact about septic shock, what kind of bacteria causes it? Poo-poo. Uh, any type of bacteria. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's a condition caused by severe uh, localized or widespread infection um, when your blood pressure drops to a dangerously low level. Oh wow! So he had low blood pressure. Um, yeah, it's so fucking insane. We've yeah, we've ta- we've had for forty seven minutes. The break will be longer than you guys realize because I'm going to take a full shit in the middle of it because um, I've been holding in a full shit for a while, which is why the, the Stardust thing got ignored because I was literally just in the midst of holding in a full shit. When we come back, we're going to we're gonna talk about the independent circuit, we're going to talk about Ring of Honor, and we're going to talk about Dylan eating out my ass dry. No protection. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye-bye. 
I'm broken and going through a divorce. I'm a daddy now. Please donate to Patreon for Christ's fucking sakes. Give us some fucking money, you fucks. Patreon.com backslash wrestler review. Patreon.com backslash. Holy shit. Cody Rhodes is out of the WWF. His dad is dead. Him and his brother both fucked. (laughs) That's the big part is his dad's dead finally. Yeah, his dad's dead finally. Dustin and Cody went to Dusty Rhodes' grave. They full fucked women and each other on the grave, covered themselves in dirt and went, this is what dad wanted. And then a hologram played and he went, I very much hope you honor in my wishes by having full dirt, dirt, dirt sex on my grave because that's what I wanted to do. Thank you for making the American dream come true. My own son nodding on my grave. Yeah, baby. yeah, baby. You know the American dream is uh, if you look at the back of the Statue of Liberty, it said uh, you want your two thumbs to fuck in the asshole and then fuck on your grave. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Cody Rhodes, the r- the real thing that happens here is he goes down independent wrestling and he changes his character again. By his own words, Cody said, um, "Everyone viewed me as the WWE guy." So this is when I started dressing in full suits. And really dressing up to be the WWE guy. Yeah, on no, these his gimmick. Shows. His gimmick is basically he's new metal businessman. Watch out! It's Cody Rhodes, yeah, new it's metal. True. It is. It is like guy desperately trying to fit in into what i don't know he likes steampunk maybe cody rose yeah he's got a dog and he owns a car he wears condoms oh, yeah, he used but- to bring his dog out oh my god he was bringing his dog out for years he was also constantly talking about his car like here's the thing the problem we do have a blind spot because i refuse to watch any of the being the elite like i i hate yeah. so i hate so much that television's like, well, you've got to watch all the vlogs or you won't know the details. Oh, really, do I? Because guess what I don't need to do? That. Fuck you, Young Bucks. Um, you know what? The young, the young Bucks answer the question. What if AJ Styles had his views, but none of his cool charisma? Please welcome the Young Bucks. But that, that being said about the Young Bucks is they definitely, even though old man Hastings with his cane um, doesn't like the Young Bucks, they do have a ton of fans. They did basically take all of the fans who liked independent wrestling and kind of put them in one place. And that show, being the elite, starts and Cody Rhodes jumps on it. And he's a very smart man because he basically looks around the room, sees who the cool guys are, and starts hanging out with the cool guys immediately in independent wrestling. Whereas Drew Galloway's in... We talked about that on the Patreon feed, but Drew McIntyre, Drew Galloway's like reinvention was, I'm going to go back to England and basically start again as if I was never in the WWE. Yeah. Cody Rhodes is, who are the most popular independent wrestlers right now? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Boom, I'm in Bullet Club. Like, immediately this guy's in Bullet Club. And it's very important that people didn't shit on it. But Bullet Club also needed him. Like, the thing is, is that, again, I see everything you're saying, and oh, sure, you're not wrong. Um, okay, but um, they all of those people also needed the legitimacy of Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes is one of those rare WWE wrestlers where like no one was like, oh, he was drained and used up by the W. Like people were like, wonder what that guy's gonna get up to. That's pretty. It's probably gonna be pretty sick, actually. Yes, he did have a lot more um, cachet. He was. A, it's a different. Yeah, and it's a different thing. Like, there's things you'd expect out of indie wrestlers, which is like a million spots and whatever. And Cody Rhodes, and I guess to an extent, Drew McIntyre had the same thing where it's like, oh, we're excited to see where these guys end up. And we know that they wrestle a 90s style. Like, not a 90s style, but like 
the evolution of the 90s style where they still do obviously crazy high spots and they can work with all these guys who do insane moves but like cody rhodes's biggest spot is the disaster kick which is like he slowly hits the middle rope and then does a kick yeah it's a it, well it's also it's also very much you you can also tell he's the fucking son of a wrestler because that's a move you can do mm-hmm. To anybody, that is a move that isn't hurting your body. Like, he's, like... Yeah, he doesn't even take a bump off of it, really. He just, like, I did my kick. I'm done now. Yeah. Cody, hi, it's me, Cody. I kicked you. Okay, I'm going to go buy a new suit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, Cody Rhodes is grabbing the mic for his disaster kick. My name's Cody. I kicked you. Hi, intimidating. My name's Cody. I'm friends with um, Arn Anderson for some reason. Okay. I'm friends with the guy that tried to kill my dad. Yeah. That's another thing they never reference where it's like, here's Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson, um, for nine straight years, tried to murder his father. <laughs> like, I'd be like, I'm Batman's kid. I'm best friends with the Joker. Well, because the problem is, is he can't have either the people that were close with Dusty are either dead or are the Shockmaster. Yeah. Like, in case you're ever wondering uh, okay. why the Thanks, Shockmaster. Anderson, I'm why, why was the Shockmaster at StarCast? Oh, the Shockmaster was at StarCast because the Shockmaster is the godfather to one of the people that runs the company. Mm-hmm. Well, and also Fred Ottman is like one of the. He's like, um, oh, yeah, the Shockmaster was really a low point. What are you talking about? I get hundreds of dollars a weekend. I bet you know, you- like Fred Ottman is just a guy who gets wrestling too. I bet you he gets a couple of. I bet you get he gets a couple of thou. No, but that's what I mean though. Like he gets like he shows up as the shockmaster, and if you want, you can be in the promo, and he'll trip over it. No, he doesn't. No, that last part I made up. Oh, okay, I was like, <laughs> but it'd be no. sweet if he did. Hope uh, there's no way Fred Ottman's tripping for less than actually a G. No, me move. Give me a G. I bet you it's five. It's two hundred bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you know Fred Ottman invented another thing? What's that? The shocker. He gave it to Dane Cook. Is that true? He's the one. The um. The Dane Cook invent invents the shocker. No, he invented the the sufi. Remember that super fuck you. What? Two fingers. Oh yeah, the sufi. Fuck the worst. <laughs> the worst thing. Like it's one. But anyway, no. Dane, the shockmaster. Dane, it's been so long yeah. since Dane Cook was literally worse than nine eleven that I forgot all of the things that made that totally make sense. Because now it's just like... Oh, Dane Cook was the housing crisis. Yeah, Dane Cook was COVID in 2003, ladies and gentlemen. Like, make no fucking mistake about it. In 2005, the same amount of energy and discussion that's going into COVID right now, that was directed towards Dane Cook. That was directed towards... A how man. do we get killed Dane Cook? Yeah, how do we get vaccinated against Dane Cook? Well, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> um, I think we're going to have to take down the entire housing market and, by extension, the United States economy. The, it's worth it. The thing you need to remember about Dane Cook is he is started dating a 19-year-old and is just w- really open about it. And so everyone's just kind of uncomfortable but not sure what to do. So Cody Rhodes goes to PWG and Cody Rhodes then has a light bulb in his head and he creates uh, PAWG uh, and that becomes a very popular subculture of pornography on the internet. Yeah. Did you know that, John? I did know that, yeah. Cody Rhodes... Anytime someone uploads even a free video with Pog, Cody Rhodes gets money. Yeah, it's really weird that... Uh, it is really weird. It's he, really weird. Because he used to come in before every video in his weird trench coat and his neck tattoo and go like, Hey, everybody, I'm Cody Rhodes. But Cody Rhodes, obviously, independent circuit um, for a couple years until he lines up with the Young Bucks and Ring of Honor 
and really within the span of two years becomes like this legacy act and shows what you can do if you obviously just take a risk. But this is also when like in but this is also when the indies are fucking on fire. Yeah, this is before NXT has really ruined everything. Well, NXT and AEW. NXT, NXT and NXT UK are starting to ruin everything at this time. It should be said. Mm. But the other thing that Cody does have that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega don't have is can Cody Rhodes is a rich kid, and so he also has no no in his heart. Like there, the it, it 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 all comes down to the fact that all in happened because Dave Meltzer's like no one could sell out this size of arena. Cody Rhodes goes challenge accepted, makes all in, um, and um, that gets the attention of the Khan family, and you get AEW. Yes. Um, so we should obviously talk about that. That's exactly what happened. They do All In, which was supposed to be a one-off show. I don't understand how it was supposed to be a one-off show, because I clearly... So as I understand it, and I may be wrong, Ring okay. of, before that, what it was going to be was, the thought was um, all of them were in negotiations with Ring of Honor, um, and Ring of Honor was basically just going to become AEW. The Young Bucks were going to get given the book. They were all in their contracts did a certain amount of power, the WWE was also in backing up Brinks trucks to get all these guys not to do this because someone, by someone I mean it was clearly Triple H because if you watch Being the Elite, that's who they're always mocking because that's who was trying to like have these conversations of like, no, 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 no. It was Triple H. They very smartly were like, Triple H, you can say whatever you want. We know that the guy who's above you will at a certain point just be like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what a buck is. They're the young, they're the young horses, Dress them as horses. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing if they were the young, the young horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the horses. So they don't go to the WWE, but also Ring of Honor isn't smart. Ring of, if I'm Ring of Honor at the time of All In, I'm like, what do you want? Stay here. Do all of that. Stay here. Instead, they were like, okay, and all they, and that was on the table. And then they were like, no, actually, fuck you. And then they went, all right, we'll make our own thing. They find Tony Khan approaches them where they approach Tony Khan. I'm not sure how that goes. Boom. You have AEW. Also look at how much more a part of the AEW process Cody was then than he is now. Like he's very much dropped off as one of the figurehead masthead performers of that company. Very interestingly. Well, I mean, this is what Cody had always said was that he wanted to be in creative even more so than he wanted to be an in-ring guy by the time he left WWE. And he was just never going to get that chance to basically, like you can really tell when his dad died that Cody was like, what is my legacy in professional wrestling? I'm just this weird lower mid-carder. Undash, undashing Cody Rhodes, bro. But exactly, like you're, so wait, you're like any, you're like a million guys who's like, well, that gimmick was pretty good for two years. Ty Dillinger was Mr. 10 and then he was super over, but no one cared or did anything. So he just was that guy. Oh, you got a cool chant there. Enjoy. Uh, Bobby Roode came in. He uh, His song was super over. He was super over. But then they just were like, all right, you're just glorious. Yeah, that's, fuck just you. Just on saying glorious until you run it to the ground, and then you're you're nothing now. You're mush. So Cody Rhodes comes onto the independent scene, and as you read through what he's done, he basically was on every single wrestling television show that was not the WWE. He's on Impact. He's on ROH. He even has a stint as the NWA champion. He certainly has, because this is a this is again in the run up to the NWA gonna be something, gonna bring back um mm-hmm. um studio wrestling. Like the, everyone forgets at the beginning of AEW, there was also 
um, the NWA. And now the NWA is basically fucking toast. Yeah, they're trying to do power again, but like they have to start again from scratch because during the pandemic, AEW took their entire talent roster. That was good. Yeah, AEW took their entire talent roster and their creative head got. They were like, this guy is a is a perv. And also, yeah, the big match that they were starting to build up before the pandemic was uh, a pervert versus their champion. And also, it's crazy that. Marty Skrull essentially was like, no, I'm not going to go to AEW. I'm going to do my own thing. And just the addition by subtraction there is crazy that the bad PR they would have had to do as like, oh, one of the one of the like core members of AEW is a grabby, grabby no-no. Like they avoid that I, as well. I have, which I think I, is what I have a feeling is Mar- they were like, Marty, you can't come here because you're a grabby, grabby no-no, but we'll act like we wanted you so because you're still our friend. That's what that feels Ooh. like to me. Okay. Because there's no way Marty Scroll, you're not if you, you all your friends are running a company. There's no way you're not going to go to that company unless there's a reason why you can't go to that company. Okay. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't hire you to work at my bakery because I know you'd eat all of the fucking um, eclairs. Because we all know how Dylan. Much do you, how much do you weigh, John? How much do I weigh? Yeah, one eighty-five. No, you're fatter than me. So why don't you uh, relax, buddy? The microphone's not a hot dog. Don't eat it. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Fatty. Oh, are you looking in a mirror again? Yeah. By the way, uh, whenever you guys see darkness, it's not because it's nighttime. It's because John got up and blocked the whole sun. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. How about this? You fucking say one more thing about my weight. The podcast is over and the business relationship is terminated. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how you respond to a heckler. How about this? If you heckle me one more time, I'm going to end the comedy show. How does that sound? Yeah. Huh? How do you like that? Do I'll you, do it. How often do you think about the guy that we've both seen sh- just shush hecklers? He lives in Calgary, and every time he does it, the club owner of that club goes, I've asked him not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one was a guy was like, I forget it was in England, but a guy went, um, I forget what he said. He was like, Troy again, mate. And then the guy on stage was like, well, how about this? I'm 45 years old, and I've never had sex. So you can't hurt me as much as that hurts. And then the guy went, Jesus, I just wanted to have a bit of fun. Oh, my God. I got to know. I got to know who that virgin is. But you'll tell me afterwards. Uh, it's you. It was you. No, it was not. <laughs> See, I'm on it. Now. I'm not 45. Uh, so, there you go. Thank you. But we're both good, choosing to go our own way. We should say that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm I'm re-virginized. I, I, people, like, I don't know if you guys. By the way, this is the uh, Canada's. And the world's number one virgin cell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Virgin. Uh, Reclaimed virgin podcast. Dylan, the political trick term is wizard. Okay. Sorry. We have all our magic. You will not steal it. That is exactly what they say. Our wands are intact. That's how. That's how. There you go. Yeah. Also, by the way, and John, I don't know why he said they. He means us. If you ever want to read about real fucking winners, just read about the terminology of the incel community. It's really. You're just like wow. These guys fucking read it on John's blog. Yeah, you can read it on my website, uh, or just go to, over to Dylan's house. He lives uh, in what he likes to call um, a house that's just covered in the eight chan logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just I've just painted the eights over it. Yeah, yeah, he just painted the eight chan logo, and all of his cutlery looks like that guy from the Christchurch massacres guns. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Don't fucking start with me, Dylan. I fucking finish what you start. Ooh, yeah, finish. No, wait. Don't. We're going our own way. So, AEW starts. Did you guys know? Did you know what that stands for? Um, is it? Hang on. 
Apple's earwigs wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it was gonna call. It was called uh, Americans Eat Wieners, and it was gonna be a hot dog eating contest. Oh my god, I would watch that so much, so much. Go ahead. Weekly hot dog eating contests, and if you are like, I'm not feeling so good, they shoot you in the back of the head with a gun. You never see your killer. Which speak? Uh, which spelling of weekly? Are they? Is it every week or are they very weekly eating hot dogs? I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. That's a fair question, and it is weekly. It is just W E E K. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. So A W. So what does A W stand for? All Elite Wrestling, based off of the Elite. The stable Cody Rhodes just joined because he saw who was cool in school and he started to eat with them. Uh, Cody Rhodes becomes actually, no, well, he joins the bull. Uh, technically, he joins Bullet Club after the elite actually leave. And it's sort of like a bullet. I like to imagine that indie wrestling was like the movie Mean Girls and um, Marty's Girl was a real Regina yeah, George. You, yeah, you could really see them looking at Marty Scroll and being like, stop trying to make sexual assault happen, Marty. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they kept on doing. Yeah, they like, okay. you know, he's pretty cool, but all the assaults. And then and then uh, Cody Rhodes came in with his huge jugs and went, you know, there doesn't have to be assaults. And everyone was like, that's a good idea. Wait, Cody Rhodes? No assaults, Co- Cody. Cody Rhodes has huge jugs? Well, that was trying to say the Mean Girls, the movie Mean Girls. Lindsay Lohan has huge jugs in that movie. Mm. I mean, she has huge jugs all the time because her body hasn't really changed since that movie. Dylan, you objectify her. I'm Dylan. Oh, I'm Dylan. I objectify women. That's me. I'm Dylan. That's you. Do you like my impression of you? It's very accurate. My, you can see me on uh, Twitch. It's called Lohan Yum Yum, and uh, <laughs> it's just me talking about Mean Girls. No other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. two hours it's a day. It's Dylan just watching Lindsay Lohan's reality show. He is wearing a full. He's fully dressed below the belt, above the belt, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. I just keep kissing the screen and going one day they'll have a screen that you can taste and then i just kiss it again kiss 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 every episode ends with dylan just slowly licking his own nipple uh and <laughs> but you get to decide which nipple so yeah there's it, it, it it's uh the stream costs 35 million dollars to join so it's it's a money maker for me yeah, yeah oh yeah dylan does very well off of it so i'm gonna leave that part because it went nowhere um <laughs> but they obviously do all in and then double or nothing and the thing i think that um really cody rhodes excels at is that he understands through his obviously actually i think in spite of his father because his father was a promoter but was like hey here's a good idea how about this i'm the champion too baby also i get to be the tv champ also if someone's attractive i get to touch the boobies or the weenie baby and uh cody that was that was dusty rhodes oh is it i thought it was i thought i honestly thought it was an impression of you Mm. But Dusty Rhodes essentially booked himself as the t- as the top of the promotion, and yes. Cody does that brilliant thing where he faces Jericho in like their second ever pay per view, and says, "If I don't win, I'm never challenging for the title again." And then loses and doesn't, and basically has used himself to get over a lot of amazing talent. Yeah, but yes, no, no. I will say this: he has very much gotten MJF over, and he also basically he was stood in the ring when. Jake Roberts got Lance what's his face over um mm-hmm. and was a he, he's really good in that role I think yeah I hope that he does take back over creative a bit more cuz it seems based on of rumor and conjecture and social media output old piss Jericho has taken a real fucking hand 
in the direction of AEW, much to that company's detriment in, in this gentleman's humble opinion. Yeah, apparently Cody, or sorry, Tony Khan is the booker, but... I mean, I don't believe that. I Like, I just don't. No, you don't. He won Booker of the Year in the Observer. Yeah, I mean, I also I don't I don't respect Dave Meltzer. Really? Why not? A bunch of reasons. What's one of them? His hair is too thin. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know why I thought it would be a real reason, but yeah, thinning <laughs> hair. Yeah, I mean, how long have we been doing this program? I like that Dave Meltzer does steroids and then just I love like, it writes too. really hard. I love how in shape that man is. I also love how weird his under his face skin is. I also love just how he's never able to look directly at an interviewer. He's always to the side. It's wonderful. I should say this, though. I, for real, forgot about Cody Rhodes and MJF. Yeah, if MJF comes in as Cody Rhodes' friend, you can totally tell. MJF's going to turn on him, and then MJF turns on him. Also, he... Um, Cody Rhodes does gets the T he's the first TNT champion, which you needed to have happen, but then pretty much immediately loses it to Brody Lee. And Brody Lee is of course passed by this point, but they did that amazing squash match where it was like he says Cody Rhodes does an interview shortly after Brody Lee's passing, it's like he really liked the Enoki versus Vader match and he wanted to have like an elongated Lesnar Cena style squash against Brody Lee to really get him over. And they did that, and of course then Brody Lee got sick and passed away. But you can see this guy has he has ideas for himself in wrestling that are past yo, then I win. Yeah. No, no. Cody Rhodes' legacy has yet to actually start to take fucking hold. But um, give it time. Yeah. And I guess I want to talk about more about like Cody Rhodes as the public figure because now he's essentially started to be like the yes he's hosting a reality brand ambassador for, for AEW. aew more than a talent yeah like he's hosting the reality show or a reality competition with snoop dogg because it's also that thing of he's a perfect person to be the face of a new wrestling company for the mainstream world because he's a handsome palatable guy who because how in shape he is, he's like, this guy's definitely a wrestler, but he doesn't look like a fucking weird lunatic um, wrestler. Yeah, he doesn't look like John Cena. Like, I think Nathan McIntosh, very funny comedian, said that about watching John Cena in any WWE movie, is that, like, John Cena comes on screen and he's supposed to just be a detective, and it's like, what detective? Yeah. This guy is bigger than the car he's driving. Yeah, and this is my detective, and it's like, well, that guy that guy couldn't afford to have that body on a detective's salary. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, okay, his wife's in danger. All right, well, he'll just kill all the bad guys by flicking them and then murder the main bad guy by ripping his head off. Movie lasts two minutes. Yeah. It's like... You just have to be like, he's this guy in space. <laughs> yeah. He's in space, and he's going to punch the earth. Fun fact about... Fun fact about John Cena, I thought he was still dating Nikki Bella. Turns out he was not. You didn't know about that? Wow, someone's not up on their total Bellas. I'm not. Are you still, are you? Uh, uh, yeah. Total Bella cast every day. Yeah, Total Bella cast. 24 hours a day. When I'm not recording this podcast, I'm literally recording the Total Bella cast. But I want to talk more about Cody Rhodes as like the face of AEW and where do you think this goes in five years because i was thinking about this the other day about just like obviously you have tony khan and tony khan loves wrestling but it wouldn't surprise me if aew just became another and this is why people like it it's not corporate wrestling in the end although it is a billionaire's son that runs it it's very much 
not run as a corporate wrestling entity like the WWE is, where every decision needs to go through five different things and everything's homogenized and whatever. But I could totally see them just selling AEW as a television property in two years. Yeah. And I, well, I don't know if they will because I think that he enjoys it too much. Like, I think that the Khan family like it too much. It's also a very good, like, the thing right now that's amazing about it is the brand AEW is very, is strong and getting stronger and also doesn't have any of mm-hmm. the baggage the WWE has. Yes. And it's very much like we are, and it's fun because they don't have to, obvi- they, they take what T, they take the good part of TNA and the one good part of TNA was like, it just had like the essence of WCW down in this weird way. Yeah. And they've done that, but with the NWA, like they go even, I would say AEW kind of like has, been like forget about the nwo and everything this is like sting as our guy like it kind of begins and ends with sting as the like before hogan got there you know what i mean like the big question is uh what do you got against sting motherfucker i have nothing against sting i just mean like i don't know what they've done even though it's all indie workers is they've fused basically that young buck style with cody rhodes's style in like a very cool way and i do think that they're obviously adding too many wrestlers now and they need to stop and just get the wrestlers they have over but i think that i mean so far cody rhodes is doing great this might be a situation where we do another cody rhodes part two where it's like um oh no he became a megalomaniac that could easily happen i mean he has a crazy neck tattoo and he has veneers and i think he's getting like weird powdering done to his face or something because he definitely has the look of like an old um duchess or like a silent film era star with how he's like whitening up his face or some weird thing and like just the weird like announcing his pregnancy on television like he's one of the kennedys like this he's setting himself up for a good heel run when he decides to have it because it's just a weird like like you said off the top like i'm a millionaire but i'm also a good guy how is this working people just decide to like someone i guess but like it's very easy that he could turn heel yeah, and we like it. Yeah, it's an interesting. Uh, the, Cody Rhodes could go a lot of different ways, and we won't know what they are until this all sort of shakes out in the fucking wash. It's very true. Um, also, the whole thing where he doesn't, they AEW doesn't really get nailed to the fence post. They don't get really, they don't get really called out on some of their COVID tactics, where it's like they clearly do the same things as WWE does. They just don't um have a performance center that everyone's getting COVID in well they're just very lucky and they also don't get caught doing it as much as the w like the w everyone's looking at the wwe to do it so that's why they are very much the italy to wwe's germany in world war ii yes exactly that's exactly it yeah they're like well, what about these guys it's like well they didn't do this like okay yeah exactly where it's like uh did you guys not test someone oh vince mcmahon literally gave everyone covid because he thought it'd be a good mental test yeah yeah, yeah. He, uh, he yelled prank war and then just coughed in a bunch of baby incubators and then ran out of the hospital <laughs> so what do you think the best and worst thing about cody rhodes is and then we'll get out of here the best and the worst thing about cody rhodes the best is yet to come um Ooh. the uh worst is i don't know every like what we don't know about how he's treated brandy is that, am i gonna go with that one <laughs> Their life does seem pretty great. I'd say the worst thing about Cody Rhodes is 
I mean, I get having the Nightmare Family on TV, but it is Do like... Do you get it? Could you maybe explain it to me? Because I hate it. Yeah, the Nightmare Family. That, I'll say that's the worst thing. I think the worst thing is um, probably how they ended Legacy. Mm. Because they just buried him and then he had to come back for the start. And I think the best thing is, I think the Crossroads is a really great finishing move. And I don't think we talked enough about his in-ring style. But I think the Crossroads is a really great move. And exactly what you said before about the disaster kick, the guy can pretty much do it to anybody. And it looks cool. Here's what, I'll, and here's what I'll say. My best, the best thing about this guy is he is the greatest second generation talent ever. He listened to his father. He took all of the advice from his father. He took all the ability from his father, and he's moving forward. I don't know if he's the greatest, but um, I will say this: that like name one, name one that's better. You fucking ass. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Or I'm gonna suck you off. I'll suck you. Rocky Maivia. He's third generation. Bret Hart. Cody Rhodes is better than Brad. Cody Rhodes has a has <laughs> Mr. Perfect. Ooh, Mr. Per- didn't get a pill Jake problem. the Snake Roberts. Um, didn't get a pill problem. I'm just saying. So far, no, but the, yeah, but the last no, but hang on, but the last two of those, there's oh, like not hang on. oh, they were really good, and then there was that 30 years, and then they were pretty good again. That's 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 their problem. So yeah, no, my what I just said still stands. I win. You. Lose. I still think Bret Hart is better. And I think, but as. What he's going to get out of wrestling, I will say this, Cody Rhodes, um, for what he had to live up to, is one of the most impressive wrestlers. Because like all these other guys, like who was Stu Hart? Nobody. He was like an Olympic wrestler, and then he had a basement where he touched people. Like He's basically a serial killer without the balls to follow through. Yeah, all right? he's a serial killer, but he's he's got a weirder plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, his plan was to... Uh, you've been trying to do an impression of me all afternoon and now the opportunity, motherfucker. Darn. I don't kill the heart, I kill the soul. It's yeah, much yeah, better. You know, most people want to fucking um, hurt someone. I just want them to remember that I had the power to hurt them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one. Um, this is like if. Dusty Rhodes is like Mount Rushmore in wrestling, and then his kid is now carving his own niche, which I think is super impressive. Yeah, let me just welcome to you that many of my kids have started their own company and become a fucking promoter. I would have fucking disowned them because I only raise wrestlers. I don't need. <laughs> That's why he hates Keith. Fucking hate. I fucking hate fucking Keith. All right, John, do you have anything to promote? Yeah. Go to my Twitch, John Hastings Comedy for Twitch. Go over to Dylan's house and take a shit in his toilet and don't flush. Mm, don't flush. I like the flushing part. That's part that gets me that is the part that going. The most. Ooh. A little treat I get for to see it. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. All right. See you. See you, shit. See you, shit. All right. So thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, you can get me on twitter at dylan got uh instagram at dylan got um wrestler review on twitter and instagram at wrestler review all one word facebook i don't know if we post there anymore because i don't know i think facebook's weird but i'll probably start posting again why not the exact same things i post other places because i'm I'm not gonna come up with another fucking thing you guys can follow me on parlor i'll be starting to do a clubhouse soon <laughs> um, yeah, I have my own um uh Morse code signal I'm actually using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on D Live. I'll be um uh I'll be That's where I say what I really think, by the oh, way. Yeah, Morse yeah, code yeah, signal yeah. That's where I say what I alive. really think about what uh, about the people that Dylan looks like. You can follow me on D Live. 
Ooh, I look cool. So he's talking about cool people. Um, do you want to do Tom Zink next week, or do you want to do the episode that we lost to time? Do you want to do Mike Rotunda? We lost. Oh yes, was the Mike Rotunda episode we lost to uh, to us getting drunk in a hotel room in Leicester? Yeah, we were drunk at a hotel room in Leicester talking about Mike Rotunda's boat character, where he just was like Captain Mike Rotunda. So he got a boat. The greatest wrestling character it's of all time. The greatest wrestling character. And then we watched the full Jamie Dundee shoot interview. That's all I remember is that j- I put that on for you. And you. <laughs> that was awful. Dylan loved it. When, Dylan, when uh, um, Jamie Dundee is explaining that his address is Jamie Dundee's mom's house, is pretty <laughs> fucking amazing. Jamie Dundee, just a caricature of what we think wrestlers are. Yeah, D- Jamie Dundee, what Dylan will become when this weightlifting charade fades into the background. Exactly. Jamie Dundee, my id. Yeah, Jamie Dundee, just Dylan. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And we'll be back next week with Jim- Mike Rotunda. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's do, yeah, let's do, sure. let's do the Mike Captain. Rotunda. Mike Rotunda. See you then. Captain Mike Rotunda, just talking about that. No IRS.